You're listening to the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Lummer. I'm a certified life, health, and nutrition coach, and I'm also a breast cancer thriver. If you're trying to figure out how to move past the trauma and the emotional toll of breast cancer, you've come to the right place. In this podcast, I will give you the tools and the insights to create a life that's even better than before breast cancer. Let's get started. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 202 of the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Lummer, still recovering from some dang COVID. That COVID seems to hang around for a long time. You can still hear it in my voice, but doing much, much better. So before I jump into this episode, I just have a question. I want to ask you a question. Have you taken the time to leave a rating or review for the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach podcast. And if not, would you do that for me, for the show, and for some other person going through breast cancer, recovering from breast cancer, someone else out there that needs it in the same way that you needed to hear it? It's super easy to leave a review. Just go wherever you're listening to. If you're listening on your phone, you can just scroll down and it says ratings and reviews. I think that on Google Play, I don't know that actually you can leave a rating. I think you like the show. If you're listening to it on SoundCloud, you can give it a like. Anything that you can do to rate or review it really helps the show get shown to more people. And then it gives the opportunity to help someone else who really could use hearing about it. So if you can take the time to do that, just know that I tremendously appreciate it so, so much. It means the world to me. So that's it. That's all I have as far as commercial breaks for today. So I'm going to jump right into this show. And I want to start off with a quote because I came across this quote within the last week and it just really resonated with me. It made so much sense to me. And I've actually just been meditating on this quote, even when I go for my morning walks, which is really my quiet time and my healing time. And I wanted to share it here because I think it has, well, because it does have a lot to do with what I'm going to talk about in the show today. So this is a quote by Albert Einstein. And the quote is, everything is energy. And that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want, and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. End of quote. Now, I love that quote because as I've shared so many times on the podcast, I work a lot on approaching my life from a future focus, meaning I use and adopt the mentality that I am someone whose body is healed from metastatic breast cancer. I tell myself that I am a person who is healed from metastatic breast cancer. I make daily lifestyle choices on that. When I look at food, I think I am a person who's healed from metastatic breast cancer. Is that something that I would eat? And I make my decisions with that future focus. So when I saw this quote and I saw that match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but draw it to you. It's physics. And I thought that is so cool. And I love that so much because that is what I'm practicing in my life. And because this works all ways, 
This works when you are trying to create a reality for yourself and it works for the reality you are creating for yourself right now. Now, in my membership, in both my Empower and Better Than Before Breast Cancer memberships right now, we've been working, we're halfway through this eight-week project of becoming you. And becoming you is the name for it because we all have this vision or desire, right, of who we want to be. Now, some of us are in frustrating places because we're holding on to who I want to be is who I used to be. And that can bring up a lot of problems for you. Many times we have this idea who I want to be is a person who exercises more, a person who eats better, a person who has better connections and relationships, a person who has their own business, who's written a book, who has a job, right? We all have these visions of the person we want to be. And if we're not there yet, if we are not that person, then we're becoming that person. And while we're becoming that person, so many things get in the way. So many roadblocks come up. And where do they come up from? They come up from our mind. So I have clients all the time who come to me overwhelmed, scared, and all over the place with anxiety. And what they want is a sense of calm. They desperately want a sense of calm. I have clients who come to me who are angry, who are stuck. They'll use that word, I am so stuck. They're in inertia. And what they want is to feel motivated and inspired again in their lives. I bet you're thinking, oh, are you going to tell us how to do that? And the answer is yes. I'm going to tell you the first step in how to do that. If you want to move in your life from feeling all over the place with anxiety and fear and overwhelm, or if you want to move from being in a place of being stuck and heavy and in inertia and angry, the first thing you have to do is stop. And you have to see what you're doing right now. When I use that quote that I started off with and I say, match the energy of the reality you want to create. One very important thing. The first thing we want to do when we hear that is go, oh, let me think and grow rich. You know, let me act like a millionaire. But you've got to stop because you are where you are in your life for a reason. And I mean, where you are, what you're creating, what you're thinking, what you're feeling. And that reason is exactly what you're thinking, what you're doing and or not doing right now. So the important thing, when you are trying to live a certain way, to feel a certain way, is that you've got to stop and see what's keeping you where you are now. Now, as we're going through this Becoming You, we have one question we're working on each week for eight weeks. We start off that first week with just creating 30 minutes in that week for ourselves. That was the only assignment in the first week. Get a calendar out, find 30 minutes for yourself, write it down and commit to it. And I've got to tell you, 
that that was very challenging for a lot of members. Now, when it is a challenge for you to find 30 minutes in a week, not in a day, not 30 minutes every day, just 30 minutes in a week for yourself, if that's a challenge for you, that's a big red flag, then it's time to stop. It is time to stop and look at where you're at right now. It's time to stop and consider the things that you're telling yourself and the reality you're creating. Many, many times I have clients say to me, I'm just too busy. I'm so busy. I have so many things. I really want to do this program. I really need this, but I'm too busy. When you hear yourself say that, friend, the first thing you need to do is to freaking stop. You need to stop for a minute. We women go through life thinking that if we stop, the world is going to come to an end. No one will be able to figure out how to eat. No one will be able to figure out how to do what they do at work. Everything's going to go to hell. PTA is going to fall apart. The world's going to come crashing down if we don't show up, right? We think we're so important in the scheme and the dynamics of the world. And it's really time to stop and recognize that if you take a moment for yourself to notice what you're creating, everything's going to be okay. I, my last job, I worked with this organization for many years, wonderful organization, and we could accumulate up to 144 hours of vacation time. And on a regular basis, I would receive emails from people that would say, sorry, I'm going to be out of the office next week because I'm being forced to use my vacation time I've maxed out. And every time I would see an email like that, I would think, wait, what? You're being forced to use vacation time? Because I would look in my benefits and I would see as soon as there was nine hours, bam, I had an extended weekend. As soon as there was time to take, I took it. I was like, oh, let me go live my life, right? Let me get out of this building. Let me go live my life. Let me go do what I love. Let me be engaged and living. We worked 36-hour week, right? So 144 hours. That's a month, you guys. A month of vacation time. A month of time you have for yourself. And it takes quite a while to accumulate that. You've taken no time for your life in months, in so many months that an organization comes knocking at your door and says, hey, Susie Q, sorry, but you have to take days off next week. What the flip and flip is going on when we cannot take the time to stop for a freaking minute and notice what is happening in our lives. Notice what we are creating in our lives. It is so vitally important. It is important when you are first diagnosed and you feel completely overwhelmed. And I have several new clients who are newly diagnosed and they go right into the spin out, which I totally understand new terminology, scared to death, lots of decisions to make, and everything feels like it has to be made today. And friends, I want to tell you, it doesn't. I know it feels that way. But you can stop. 
The worst thing you can do with a new diagnosis is tell yourself you can't stop, is tell yourself you got to show up to work tomorrow. Take the freaking day off. Stop. Take a breath. Check in with yourself. Take two days off. Take a week off. Check in with yourself. And get some help. Get some support. Reach out to someone who's been where you are. Go to a foundation or the local hospital. Everybody, most people have... For newly diagnosed, they have support systems for newly diagnosed people. Ask your questions. Reach out. Take time for you. This is so important and I'm I'm emphasizing it so much because I want you to think about it. Think again about this quote. Now, that was a quote I shared with you from Albert Einstein, one of the most brilliant minds, human minds in history. And if this is a brilliant human mind saying, Match the frequency of the reality you want and you will attract it. There is no other way. That is physics. Think about where you're at right now and what you're creating by your own energy. Is it time to stop? Now, you may be thinking, okay, well, what if I'm in inertia and I'm angry and I'm stuck and I feel stuck and all I feel like I do is stop and I don't go anywhere? Well, stop with intention then. We stop with intention in that point and say, look what I'm creating for myself. What am I thinking that's keeping me stuck in this place? What am I not doing that's moving me closer to the life I want to live and the person I want to become? Am I writing things on the calendar that I need to do? Am I thinking I am this person and these are the decisions that person makes? Am I telling myself, hey, the person I want to be is a person who gets up every single day and goes for a walk, is a person who makes dinner, is a person who connects to their family on a weekly basis? Are you doing that? And if not, why? It's time to stop and look at that. This taking a break for yourself, this stopping to see what you are doing now and what you are not doing now is so important for you and your life and your happiness. When it comes down to it, and we see what we are doing now, this is why we avoid it so much. We have to own it. We have to realize we're in control of what we're doing and what we're not doing. I'm in control of whether or not I put out a podcast every week. If suddenly my podcast listenership drops by half and I look at it and I say, well, I haven't put a podcast out in two weeks, that's on me, right? What am I doing What am I not doing? And that applies to everything that we do or don't do in life across the board, across the board. But we've got to take the time to stop and create a space to look at what we are creating now. Now, I was thinking about this. I'll share a story with you. A couple of days ago, I was out walking on the beach and I was in a funk. I was in a mental funk. And I'm walking on the beach, which is a time where I really do spend that time in meditation, in thought. I have some healing meditations that I do. I feel my dad, my brother, like I talk to and connect to the people who have left my life, but who I still love very much. And I was walking on the beach And I was thinking about that and I was in this funk and I started questioning what I do and how I do it and why 
I think these practices are healing practices. And I started saying to myself or asking myself, like, what if I'm just wrong? What if dad doesn't hear me? What if all that I'm doing is just bullshit? What if none of it matters and I have no control over anything? What if that's really true? And in that moment, as I was thinking that way, I thought, oh my God, I feel horrible. That's so depressing. And that makes me feel heavy and sad and disconnected and alone. And I thought, you know, I'm noticing this feeling and I see that I'm creating this feeling right now. I'm creating this feeling with these thoughts that are coming from this funk that I'm in. And the truth is, I could be wrong. But the truth is also I could be right. And here in this moment in my life, I choose to go with what makes me feel good. And if I'm wrong, well, I'll find out at another time. But right here, right now, as I stop and notice what I'm creating by thinking this way, I don't want it. And there's no evidence that it's true. So I'm going to choose to go with the other thought, which there is also no evidence that it's true. So they're equally fair, right? And I'm going to create this for myself now. And it made me think about when I was studying yoga and I did my yoga teacher training in 2006. And then I went on for three years to study yoga and yoga philosophy with an amazing group of people, an amazing gentleman who was inducted into yoga and was a yogi, was from India, was, you know, just very legit. And we studied the Yoga Sutras. And if you're into yoga, you may have heard of them before, you may not. And But the Yoga Sutras are just kind of like these laws and these sayings, right? And they're things that you can do to for personal development to help you just kind of get to know your mind. And the Yoga Sutras are written by the authors called Patanjali. And it starts off with this saying, and I remember our teacher as he would teach it. And he said, if you understood what this meant, you would never need to study any further. And that line was, yoga is now. And this is historically, the story goes, this is how Patanjali began teaching his students. He, would, he used that line. He said, yoga is now. And this was also Patanjali's philosophy. If you knew what that meant, then you wouldn't need to be here. And I remember hearing that. And I remember thinking, what the heck? That makes absolutely no sense to me. And this is years later now. So what we're in 2022, and this was back in 2006, 7, 8, or 2007 to 2009, around there. But it really stuck with me. And as I continued to do work, both on life coaching and on myself, and later, you know, I was diagnosed with cancer, and that yoga training I did was a really big part of, I think, mentally and spiritually, my ability to, to process and deal with my first diagnosis of cancer. But I think about that saying now, and I think about it as I coach people. And most of the time when I'm coaching someone, it is because they have themselves in a state of being that is a result of thoughts of future things. So they're telling themselves stories of something that might go wrong, that might happen, that might be awful, that might be worst case scenario. And 
on and on the stories go. And right now, in this moment, even though they may be perfectly fine and actually have a wonderful life, their brain is so stuck in what-if mode and all the other things, and this could happen, that now is being overlooked. So when I think about that line now, yoga is now, what is yoga? Yoga means the yogi. Yoga is unity. And when I think about that, it's like, wow, yeah. The unity of our body and our mind and our life and this moment, the only moment we have, this one right now, the only thing there is, that's yoga. If you could be here now, if you could stop with all the things you're telling yourself and just notice where you're at right now, And what energy you're creating in your life and what results that energy is creating in your life. That is an incredible awareness and an incredible step towards realizing why you're not where you want to be. It's an amazing step in saying, oh, look what I'm doing. Look what I'm not doing. Look what I'm telling myself. That's why I don't feel the way I want to feel. That's why I'm not living the way I want to live. But in order to notice that, you've got to stop. So I shared with you a moment ago how I was in this funk and I was really thinking about in that moment, what's real and what's not real and what is the purpose of life? And I came home that day and I started to outline a podcast that was really about purpose, the purpose of life. And I went into a coaching call with my Empower members. And it was so interesting because right before we started that call, one of them had posted a podcast that was on The Purpose of Life by Elizabeth Gilbert. I'm going to look up that link and I'll actually post it in the show notes for this podcast. So when we got on that call, I said, talk to me about that. Tell me what you think is the purpose of life. And we had this incredible discussion. It resonates so much with me right now because almost everyone believed that the purpose is just being where you are now and really loving your life. Allowing yourself to be in your life right now without judging it, without wishing it was something else, without wishing it was somewhere else, and just being able to really be here in the moment, connecting to who you are, to who you're with, and to how you're living. And that we can do that and enjoy that and love that and be in the moment, then we're in our purpose. And I just thought that was so cool. And it just really aligned with this whole idea of creating the energy that you want, matching the frequency of your reality, noticing where you're at in this moment, and then deciding to just love it no matter what. You know, it's like when we have relationships in our life and we don't want to be controlling of people. We don't want to be throwing manuals at them. You should behave this way. You should behave that way. We want to get to that point where we just love them for who they are, 
regardless of who they are, regardless of faults, just like we want to be loved regardless of our faults. Just love us for who we are, right? Let us be real, let us be authentic, and let us be loved. And I think that that is the same thing for our life, that when we're just so busy and so going and so frenetic or so stuck that we're not even present, because that happens on either end of the spectrum, right? If you're overwhelmed with anxiety and you're going 100 miles a minute, you're not being present in this moment of your life and noticing what you need. And the same happens when you're stuck and you're in that dark place and your thoughts are just dwelling on the past and past regrets and past shame. That also prevents you from being present in this very moment. So I wanted to share that with you today because I tell you that quote for me was so powerful, led me down this line of thinking, but it was just so beautiful how it all aligned with the moment that I was having for myself and the moment that my group was all having and how everybody just so beautifully shared in that energy and that idea that the purpose of our life is being here now, being in it today. And no matter where you are in this spectrum, from newly diagnosed, to going through it, to just finishing it, to being years out from it, no matter where you are, being in this moment and noticing what you're doing and what you're not doing and what you really want, that gives you the opportunity and the space to match the frequency of the reality you want to create. And that to me is just a powerful, powerful place to be and a powerful, powerful knowing. So I offer that invitation to each of you listening to this podcast to just take a moment and just stop for yourself and start looking at what are you doing right now? What are you creating for yourself right now? Do you like it? Are you happy with it? Would you like it to shift somehow? And just stay right in that place, noticing that. Because that's, we don't want to jump too far too fast. Stay there and get to know it. Get to know what your brain is throwing up at you. Because that way, as you start to move forward, you'll recognize, oh, these are the stories my brain gives me to try to stop me from moving forward. These are the, brain, the, the stories my brain gives me that keep me stuck. And then we get to know that brain and we get to know its sly little tricks. And that is what helps us to move forward in creating a better energy that we want in our lives. I hope that helps somebody out there today. And if you need help with that, you can always come and join me in the Better Than Before Breast Cancer Life Coaching Membership, where this is the stuff we do. We know we work on what your brain puts out there so that you can actually live the life you want every single day, be fully engaged in it. And I'll tell you, our brain gets in the way a lot. So it definitely takes support and practice and ongoing intentional living to make that happen. All right, I will talk to you again next week. And until then, please be good to yourself and expect other people to be good to you as well. Take care, friend. You've put your courage to the test Laid all your doubts to rest Your mind is clearer than before Your heart is full and want
wanting more Your future's at the door Give it all you got No hesitating You've been waiting all your life This is your moment 